Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Good evening, sisters and brothers. Good morning. So God is good all the time. Sad moment for for England, Brazil, Portugal, Netherlands. Sad, sad week for they. This week for them, because we know they lost their World Cup dreams during the quarterfinals. They were devastated. They were sad. But for us, Catholic Christian, it's time to rejoice. We are joyful. Third Sunday of Advent, it's, we call it Gaudete Sunday. Rejoice for the Lord is coming. We lighted the candle of joy. We rejoice because the Lord is near. In the face of sorrows, devastation, sadness, uncertainties, sisters and brothers, we believe, we trust, and surrender everything and everyone to our loving Father, God. That's why rejoice, the Lord is coming. So that is the reason why you can see the clergy, the cleric, the deacon, the priest wearing rose color, not pink, rose, liturgical color. So one of the only two times in the year that we wear rose color during liturgical, our, our liturgical vestment. So you can see also in the altar, beautiful decoration, rose color. So rose, sisters and brothers, represents joy, gaudium in Latin. So that's why the church is demanding us imperative. That's why joy, gaudium, it's the translation, but imperative mood, gaudete. It's a command, gaudete, rejoice, for the Lord is coming. So Advent is also known. So what does joy have to do with the season of Advent, sisters and brothers? So the answer we can find in the scriptures reading today. The first reading, Isaiah, the great prophet Isaiah, prophesies a time when the people of God will flourish with joy and abundance. Back in historical time, during the time when Prophet Isaiah writing this, his book, the northern kingdom of Israel had been fallen under Assyrian rule, while the southern kingdom of Judah was facing the threat of the destruction by the Babylonians. So in other words, sisters and brothers, the present moment was hardly a joyful 
situation during the time of Isaiah writing this prophecy. Rather, the people were in a situation of devastation, fear, and despair. In like manner, sisters and brothers, the penitential violet advent hardly has a space for joy. As you see, advent scholar of violet, at least in the surface. But the third church teaches us that joy is a certain to come and that hope is a glimpse of rose in an ocean of violet. So Advent, sisters and brothers, rightfully looking forward to the coming of Christmas, the birth of the Messiah, the Savior, proclaims that the sorrows and the privation of the present moment will yield to joy. So that's why in the writing of Isaiah in the first reading, the desert and the parched land will exult. The steppe will rejoice and bloom. They will bloom with abundant flowers and rejoice with joyful songs. So when the Messiah comes, we will see the glory of the Lord. So brothers and sisters, Advent points us to the infant Jesus wrapped in our swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Jesus himself is the reason of our joy, sisters and brothers. Jesus gives us joy through concrete signs of healing and redemption. So that's why in the gospel, when the disciples of John the Baptist ask Jesus if Jesus is the one promised to come, Jesus answers them with a list of signs of being joyful. The blind regain sight, the lame walking, the lepers being cleansed, the deaf hearing, and the dead being raised. These various, very signs were prophesied by Isaiah so many years ago as evidence of the arrival of the promised Messiah, sisters and daughters. So the coming of our healer and redeemer into the here and now, sisters and brothers, of our brokenness is truly a reason to be joyful. So brothers and sisters, beyond the here and now, beyond the hic iknuk, in Latin, our healer and redeemer, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, promised us greatness in the kingdom of heaven. After affirming the person and ministry of, Je of John in the gospel, Jesus tells us that even the least of us can be greater than John the Baptist ever was. So the path of being least in the kingdom may not sound joyful to us at all, but this path takes us deep into the meaning of Advent, the active waiting and preparation that characterize this season of Advent, sisters and brothers, are done best by 
emptying ourselves of all our sins, being contrite, emptying, being penitential, being sorry, and self-love so that the love can fully enter our lives. So when we empty ourselves, sisters and brothers, we provide space for the joy with which the Lord comes to fill us. So being least, the least, is a path of greatness because it gives the most space for the Lord. So like John the Baptist, John the Baptist always help, would always guide us in the season of Advent. Like John the Baptist, he told us he must decrease so that the Lord may increase. So brothers and sisters, there are both active and passive ways to empty ourselves. The active form of self-emptying includes the penitential practices of fasting, abstinence, and almsgiving. And being, being, being contrite of our sinfulness, very, very concrete way is to go to confession, active waiting for the Lord. Advent share of the liturgical color of Lent tells us that such practices are very much part of the season of Advent. So the passive form of self-emptying entails patient endurance. So the, the pastoral advice of St. James, the second reading today, would tell us the Advent spirit, he tells us to be patient with the attitude of the farmer waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. So you can see also the agricultural motif in the, in the writings of St. James in the, second, in the second reading. So St. James adds, make your heart firm and do not complain about one another. So brothers and sisters, Advent waiting includes perseverance in charity towards our neighbor. In other words, our self-emptying, active waiting, active preparation for the coming of Jesus this season of Advent ought to open up, to open us up to both love of God and love of neighbor. Because sisters and brothers, love of God and love of neighbor leads us to joy, leads us to rejoice. Amen? God is good all the time. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.